Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace. Strengthening the Saints against Islam's assault on North America. Well, welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. This is Tom Wallace. Today I want to talk to you about something that kind of was shocking to me here. Uh, a church that I used to preach at in Dearborn, Michigan, a good-sized church, uh, but has been on the decline for a number of years. They used to run about 800 in their high days. When I started going there back in 2011, 2012, and so on there, it was dwindling down to about a couple hundred. Well, they sold their buildings, and they have relocated the congregation. I mean, the pastor is a great pastor. He's, he, you know, he's very knowledgeable, very faithful to the Word. He knows very, very well uh, the issues of Islam is doing a good job trying to evangelize the Muslims in his community. Well, the church has relocated. Most of their congregation has moved a bit further, deeper into the suburbs. And their area in Dearborn Heights has become more and more Islamic. And this is one of the trends of the inner cities. And, uh, and we saw this in Britain. Uh, I remember growing up, there were certain areas of the inner city of Coventry that was very well populated by Muslims. Well, they began to grow and grow and grow and grow. And they finally moved out into the suburbs that I was living in. And my estate that we lived on, we, we call them estates or housing, uh, I don't know what you'd call it over here, but uh, uh, there's about a thousand homes in that area. Well, half of the homes now are owned by Muslims and Sikh. And the British population, uh, the, the indigenous white British uh, in population of Britain is on the decline, while the foreign-born uh, immigrant is on the growth. Well, this is what we're seeing in in places like uh, Dearborn, Michigan. Well, now this church facilities, which is quite large, has been purchased by Muslims, and it is now the the American Islamic the, the Islamic Institute of America has bought the church in Dearborn. Now their Imam that is there, he is a uh, a Shiite, somewhat of a well, I wouldn't call him a liberal. But he is into this interfaith dialogue. This is huge here in America, and it's growing. I'll talk about the common word movement here in a moment. But uh, they have bought a very highly visible Baptist church and is, and has turned this into an Islamic institution and a mosque. Let me read to you from the, uh, from the Detroit Free Press. Uh, when the Islamic Institute of America bought a Baptist church in Dearborn Heights, the plan initially was to remove the pews until the mosque leaders objected, in part because he saw keeping the benches as a way of showing Islam's, get this, compatibility with its sister faith. So Christianity is the sister faith of Islam. This is how he's um, terming and, and poising this um, uh, the terminology here. He says, we're sending a message to non-Muslim visitors and friends, particularly our interfaith community and 
Christians. He wanted to say, we use the same benches you sat on. We're using the same stage your pastor used to disseminate our message. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Which is not too different from your message, he added. The gap that exists between us is not that huge. Um, so, uh, folks, this is a, a common thread that has been going on in Europe and, th and you know, pretty much through the world. Um, you know, we're seeing more, uh, more and more churches closing and a growth of, of Islam. And what are they doing? They're simply buying our places of worship to, uh, to establish themselves there. And uh, don't you think that it fills their heart with joy? I mean, it, it, it would, well, for me, if, it, if the shoe were on the other foot. Let, let, let's think about it. I mean, wouldn't it be great to report that Christianity and missions has grown to where we have moved, uh, our, we've sent our missionaries to country X, and many believers are growing, and the faith is increasing, and we have purchased a, a mosque or a Hindu temple or whatever to facilitate the Christian believers where they used to worship their pagan gods here, now we're worshiping the true and living God. I mean, let's face it, that's how we would um, pose the, the, good, the good news. And I can only see Muslims being encouraged to see that these Christian churches are now being converted into Islamic buildings. And, and let me ask you this question, my, my dear Christian listener. What about your church and your community? I mean, let's face it. If most of your congregation is over the age of 50, 60, where is that church going to be in 20 years or 10 years or better yet, five years? Maybe you can't afford the mortgage. Maybe you can't afford um, the upkeep, even if you paid off your buildings. There's a lot of maintenance uh, costs. And you have a facility that can house 200, but you only have 20 that show up. Or if you're, you know, your congregation is growing older. Uh, this has been the danger that I've been seeing for so long, and I've witnessed this. I mean, this is why in England so few people go to church because our churches have closed and been sold often been used uh, for many other purposes. I mean, um, I reported on this article here a few months ago when it came out from Gatestone Institute. Um, the headlines was 423 new mosques in London, 500 churches in London closed. Now, there's a lot of criticism of this article uh, saying that the reporting is shoddy. You, you go to read those articles and you see uh, uh, how they research, how much research they put into their efforts. This is why I like Gatestone Institute. They're very thorough. 
the fact is is that uh, churches are on the decline and Islam is on the incline. Here in America, we're seeing more of this. A historic church in Connecticut that dates back to the 1600s in Bridgeport uh, was sold, and the Islamic Community Center raised the money, $1 million, to purchase its property to turn it into a mosque. In Bristol, in Pennsylvania, a Catholic church there was purchased by the United American Muslim Society of Brooklyn for $1.8 million back in October. In South Milwaukee, a former Catholic church and school was sold to a Muslim group. A Catholic uh, Holy Trinity Church in Syracuse, New York, was also turned into a mosque. We're seeing a trend here. Europe, this has been going on for a long time. Uh, We've been warning about this, but now the trends are beginning to show up here. Um, But this has been historical by Muslims as they have moved across the globe. Over the last 1,400 years, Umar, the second caliph who took Islam out of Arabia into Christian Syria, at the time this Syria had uh, engulfed the old land of Israel, and the Alaska Mosque uh, there on the Temple Mount used to be a Christian house of prayer, a Syrian church. Uh, but they turned that into uh, the a Muslim mosque today. The Umayyads uh, did the same in Damascus with Christian Church. Uh, the Basilica there in Damascus is now a mosque. Uh, we could go on and on and on. The, uh, the Sophia, uh, what was the church for the, during the schism of the Catholic Church and the Eastern Orthodox Church was started today. Uh, well, that was turned at the fall of uh, Constantinople. Uh, and the Ottoman Empire had uh, was born and rooted there. They turned the Sophia into a mosque. Now today it's a museum. The Crusades, this is where the crescent moon became, became popular. As they took over churches, they would tear down its crosses and replace them with the Islamic symbol of the crescent moon uh, to symbolize the change of that uh, of that church into a mosque. Islam's on the grow here. We have a hundred thousand. Uh, the State Department tells us that they give a hundred thousand visas every year to Muslims. They also tell us the State Department tells us that most of the Muslims that get visas overstay their visas, and we don't know where they're at. In addition to that, we've been taking in eighty-five thousand refugees every year. And and the United Nations tells us who we take. We vet them to see if they're a security risk, but we tell them what number, and the United Nations tells us who we take. They've been giving us, of the refugees, 99% of the refugees they send us are Muslim. They are in, they're trying to engineer our country. My friend John Guandalo, who wrote the first counterterrorism for the FBI, his expertise was the Muslim Brotherhood. He still teaches in the War College and and advises uh, many people in the government. John Guandalo has told us here on our radio program that the FBI estimates 7 million Muslims here in the United States. Um, And they have, uh, and they're working to work this interfaith dialogue. 
Uh, it's called the Common Word Movement. They quote a passage out of the Quran in Surah 6. Come to a common word between us and you that we worship none but Allah and that we make no partners with Him. And uh, many Christian leaders have uh, uh, responded, and they said, this sounds groovy, let's come together to a common word, uh, just as it says in the Quran that we worship God together. Uh, but they don't, they don't realize what that verse actually says that we worship none but Allah. Uh, the Muhammad, Muhammad's God, Allah, is not the same God of Jehovah. It's not the same uh, God of Moses, of Abraham. He's a different God. And uh, especially when they say that we make no partners with him, what does that mean? This is an Islamic teaching called shirk. It is a blasphemous thing to make anyone a partner with God. Well, we would even agree with that. But what do they mean by that? They mean that you Christians cannot say Jesus is God. Stop saying it. Desist, the Quran says, uh, to say that Jesus is God. Jesus was just a man, according to, to Muhammad, according to the Quran. And that's what the Muslims want us to do. Come to a common word between us that and you that we worship none but Allah and that we make no partners with him, that you stop saying that Jesus is God. Well, over 500 Christian leaders throughout America have signed that document and said, yes, this sounds great, let's come together, and this interfaith movement, and they and, and does it mean that, that they're allowing Christians into their mosque to preach the Bible? No, it means that we're allowing Muslims, imams, into our congregations to preach their gospel. It is foolish, and it's growing, and it's happening, we need to wake up and put our foot down and say no more and to earnestly contend for the faith. We invite you, though, to join us again in 24 hours at the corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.